Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York. The question is not what just happened. The question is always what's next. Now I'm going to answer both of those for you here on the BWI Daily Edition. I'm your host Thomas Frank Carr, and uh, this week. Penn State got another commit on the offensive side of the ball for the class of 2023 in tight end Andrew Rapelier committing to the Nittany Lions, flipping from Michigan. So that always leads to the next question for Penn State football fans. Okay, who's next? What's the next player? Before we get to that, subscribe to Blue White Illustrated, bluewhiteillustrated.com. Best place to do it. Sign up for a dollar, get 12 months of access so that you are in the know when these things happen. If you were following along with Blue White Illustrated, some of our insider information, you would have had an idea that Andrew Rappelier was considering flipping from Michigan to Penn State. So subscribe there for a dollar, 12 months of access. And while you're at it, hit the notification button. Subscribe here to Blue White Illustrated on YouTube so you don't miss the BWI Daily Edition or T. Frank's Film Room, which, as I said, came out earlier today on Andrew Rappelier, so you know what you're getting in these Penn State commits, not just their star ranking, adding context and showing you with video what I'm looking at and what I'm seeing when I'm watching them and evaluating their skill position, physical position, all of that stuff. So we're going to take a look today at three players that I think are should be on your radar when it comes to the next player to commit to the Nittany Lions. Some of them might be a little bit later. Some of them might be sooner. But these are three names to keep an eye out for. And uh, as a note, we're going to give you a fourth one at the end as a bonus one. Might be the dark horse here. And what we're taking a look at 
are their announced schedules, what they're planning on doing with unofficial visits this spring. And I'll provide you some context on each player as we go throughout the list. And the first one I want to start with is four-star receiver Rodney Gallagher, a very important receiver, very important player in the class of 2023 for the Penn State Nittany Lions. Here is his spring schedule. He's visited West Virginia. Uh, this weekend, he's visiting Brent Pry down at Virginia Tech, the Ohio State spring game on the 16th, and then Notre Dame and Penn State to round out the month on the 23rd and the 30th. I think those final two visits are the most important ones. Talking to Rodney uh, a couple months ago, or about a month ago, he did mention Notre Dame was one of the schools that is pursuing him the hardest. Our insider, Ryan Snyder, has backed that up quite a bit, and we both think that Notre Dame is going to be the biggest challenger for uh, Rodney Gallagher's services. So that unofficial visit, followed by one at Penn State, that is going to be a very big and very important back-to-back visit for Gallagher. Now, with that in mind, he also told us that he planned on taking all of his visits. So he's going to be taking official visits. I don't think his is going to wrap up in the spring. But if there was a point for him to change his mind after seeing Notre Dame being at the blue-white game, I would look around April 30th for a maybe, a maybe when it comes to Rodney Gallagher, but I still think he's going to be taking official visits. I think he wants to go through the full process and, as he told us, make the best decision for him and his family. Notre Dame, Penn State. That seems to be what it's going to be for Rodney Gallagher. And here's the reason why I think he's so important to Penn State's class this year. In the state of Pennsylvania, he is Penn State's top target. And there's a lot of other targets they like. There's a lot of other players they like. But he's clearly separated as somebody they can get, they have close ties to, they've built a great relationship with. They can't lose him to Notre Dame because some of their other targets that are their top targets, are national prospects. They're going to be very hard to pull away from places. Noah Rogers down in the Carolinas. That's the other guy that will be very important to this class. If you don't get both of those guys, I think then that kind of makes this class suffer. Not to take anything away from, you know, Kenny Johnson over at Dallas Town or some of the other players that are good players and would be huge assets to this class. But not getting one of their top two uh, prospects at that position I think Gallagher's the guy you have to land. So for Penn State, that recruitment, I think they'd love to have it wrapped up on the 30th. They'd love to have him on board, but they're going to make sure, I would imagine, that you know he does what he needs to do and then makes the commitment, and then that's that. You don't want any other sort of situation where you're decommitting. Already gone through that so far this spring with another player. And we'll get to that in just a little bit. The next guy we're going to take a look at here is Tony Rojas, four-star linebacker from Virginia. He came out and told Ryan Snyder at the uh, UA Next camp in Baltimore a couple weekends ago, Penn State is his favorite school, is what he said. But here's his timeline of the places he's looking at. April 5th, 6th, and 7th. So today he's in Clemson as of recording. April 7th, he's in South Carolina, then Miami and Penn State. Something that I think is really interesting here, looking at Tony Rojas and where he's been, he was just at Tennessee, NIL juggernaut. He's going to be going to Clemson. He's been to Clemson a couple times. That's another big program. You know, just prestige, all of those things. A very similar school to Penn State in a lot of different ways, from their culture, their family-first sort of orientation, and their success. And then Miami. 
That's another big one, another NIL juggernaut that's building a lot of steam in that particular area, or at least they're very loud about being involved in NIL. So those two schools, and then April 15th with Penn State. Once again, you see Gallagher and Rojas ending these unofficial visits that they've announced on Twitter, ending them with Penn State. I think those are some keys and those are some clues into what you might want to look into. So again, April 15th, coming up in just a couple of days, that might be an opportunity for Rojas if he's decided, okay, it's Penn State, maybe a couple days after that, maybe he mulls it over, he wants to announce. But he's another guy, another high-profile four-star player that is most likely going to want to take official visits so his recruitment could easily go into the, into the summer and maybe even before his senior season. Now, I think both those guys that we just talked about, high-priority targets for Penn State, are both going to wrap up their recruitment before their senior year. So this is not going to drag out into the fall, I can't imagine. But there is the opportunity. And I think that's really the, the thing is the opportunity for either of those guys to land at Penn State in the spring if they just change their mind and they, they don't feel a need to go on official visits. Uh, and then the final guy we're going to take a look at here, and Penn State fans may know about Mason Robinson. He's a little bit under the radar right now, uh, especially with on three. He is a defensive end from uh, McDonough, so teammates with Denied Dennis Sutton. The McDonough pipeline doesn't continue with him. Here are his visits he's announced so far. March 19th to Pitt, April 2nd to South Carolina. Those ones have already happened. And April 9th coming up pretty soon with the Nittany Lions. So he's another guy that I think has the opportunity. This would be the one I would say would be the most likely to commit soon. And Robinson right now unranked by on three, at least as far as the last check of that before I was recording. But to get to know him a little bit better, six foot three, he said he's about 225 pounds. Really good technician. Really good mobility, really good bend. I think he dips and he uses his hands well. So just because he's not ranked right now doesn't mean he's not a good football player. Great quickness. And as you can see, good size, six foot three, good frame. But does he have the ability to get up to that 255 pounds, 260 pounds for a defensive end? He might be another rush specialist for the Nittany Lions, an undersized guy that uh, can be a really good player as a technical position, I think there's a little bit of Shaka Tony, you could say here. Um, but then it just becomes, you know, as we say with all of these guys, what is the upside and what is his profile moving forward? Does he put all that weight on? I, I from, a, from a skill position of his play, I very much like what I saw from him on film. I really like what I saw from him in camp. I think he's got an advanced understanding of the position and he did great in one-on-ones. So a good football player, and it's a very deep position at defensive end. And that's the part I want to bring up because Mason Robinson might be under the radar considering some of the other guys that Penn State fans might want from Nicholas Harbor down to a couple other guys in the region, Joseph Mpui. Those players you might have your eye on. But Mason Robinson is a good football player with an upward trajectory. So I think he can fit into that conversation as well. Hey, Mel, Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right.
Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. And the last guy we're going to talk about here, and this one is a bit of a dark horse, is Jameel Lyons. And he's not put as much out, so I didn't have as much to go with when it comes to where he's going to be visiting and, and you know, what places he's going to go see kind of his plan he's got his top five out already and it's kind of the same places West Virginia Pitt Penn State Illinois and Cincinnati and actually as of recording uh four hours ago he said I'll be in Happy Valley today so taking unofficial visits visiting those places Jameel Lyons uh is a very underrated player again in this class of players where uh, there's a lot of high-end names, top-end names, and I think Penn State fans have focused on those, but a four-star defensive end in Jameel Lyons with uh, underrated trajectory. He's grown a lot since his junior season, up to uh, reportedly 250-some pounds. So another guy who might commit to the Nittany Lions, and this is another player like Mason Robinson that uh, Ryan Snyder has put in a prediction for for Penn State. So two defensive ends, either of those guys could be the next player to commit to the Nittany Lions. And I think that's very important because this is the situation with Andrew Rapelier committing to the Nittany Lions earlier this week. Here's a class breakdown of how Penn State has built so far. And you'll notice the athlete there at the bottom. That is Matthias Barnwell. I'm going to keep him as an athlete for now because we don't really know what position he's going to play. Is it going to be offensive line is a defensive line he's talked about defensive line but right now he's an athlete and as you can see with neo avery decommitting there is one defender that's committed to the class of 2023 so they need to get some movement on that side of the football rojas would be uh, one of their priority linebackers either of those defensive ends would get one on the roster, and then you can still take three defensive ends. Even if both of them commit, there's still room for some of those other names that you know to choose the Nittany Lions, but you're not waiting with your, you know, with nobody in the room. Defensive tackle, that is another really deep area that's going to have to sort itself out. I think that one's going to take a little bit longer unless somebody uh, kind of out of left field is going to commit soon. Safety, another area where there's a lot of work to be done. And then corner, uh, that's going to be a tough one. I, I personally think Penn State needs to have three corners in this class because of the situation with the depth, situation with uh, the slot position. You know, Daquan Hardy has been very valuable for them. Does have, you know, Do you want to replace that, or are you going to go to a different mold and have that safety there and go with a coverage player that way? I think it's just worth talking about to say Penn State should consider having a third corner on the roster. And then, of course, the quarterback and running back situation. I think Penn State fans are pretty well aware of what's going on there. And receiver we talked about earlier. So offense seems pretty good. Offense seems pretty good. Defense is where they need to make some headway. They need to get some guys in the room. And that makes sense that Penn State maybe doesn't have any commits at uh, any new commits on that side of the ball, seeing as the defensive coordinator has changed and some of the things on that side of the ball uh, need to take a little bit of shape before players might, you know, want to make the final decision. Not that they weren't being recruited by the same positional coaches, but just that they want to get the lay of the land with the new defensive coordinator, see how all that works, and then maybe they'll make their decision then. So those are the four players that you want to keep in mind. 
Rodney Gallagher, a receiver, Tony Rojas at linebacker, Jameel Lyons, a defensive end, and Mason Robinson, also a defensive end, with those final two being the ones I'd keep my eye on the most this spring. Any else you think might commit to the Nittany Lions uh, in the next couple of weeks, maybe in a month or so? Give me your player in the description of the video, and while you're down there, while you're scrolling past all of that stuff to type in your comment, subscribe to Blue White Illustrated. It's the first link in the description of the video, so you can get all that information, so you can know who it is when it happens with our insider recruiting information. That'll do it today for the BWI Daily. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr. Also, as I said earlier, subscribe here to YouTube, and you're, if you're listening to the outro music, you enjoyed the show. So give the video a like, share it with your friends if you like, if you're feeling really generous. But more importantly, just come back tomorrow. We'll have our mailbag episode with Nate Bauer coming up on Thursday. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr. We'll talk to you then. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.